Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. As always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire, my name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me today is Mr. Joe Cahill. Joe, how are you today, sir? I am here and ready to talk Star Wars. Awesome. Awesome. And so am I. So... Um, we've been doing kind of a, a series recently. We've already touched on the Star Wars characters that we all, or not we all, but a vast majority of the Star Wars fandom either strongly dislikes or out, out right out hates. And then we talked about some of the characters that the Star Wars universe almost to a man or person is beloved. So... While we were kind of um, in the loading dock, so to speak, you know, in the hangars, you know, getting ready, Joe here came up with an interesting idea. And Joe, why don't you tell the people what that idea was to talk about today? How about the characters that nobody really cares about? Mm. Were they needed? Did they actually help with the plot? Mm. So not necessarily the characters that are hated, just the ones that are meh. Yeah, meh. Do we need them? Yeah. Um, would they have changed anything if they never appeared? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, well, since you came up with this idea, what is the first character that kind of comes to mind when you think of that, of the uh, of a meh character? Um, you know, and meh doesn't necessarily mean they had very little bit of screen time. Yeah. Um, it's just did they really move the plot forward that much? Right. And I'm going to nominate Poe. Hmm. I would say he did more in the first movie than he did the other movies. I would say, I'd say he was one of those characters that I would have been perfectly fine with him just being in the first movie and then leaving it at that. Um, but especially in the last movie he really didn't do much of anything um and i mean you could almost put any just put random random X, resistance x-wing pilot in in here and you would have been perfectly fine with any one but yeah i could kind of see 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 that how yeah i think in any of the three movies he could have easily been replaced by a one-time view yeah yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I think, I do think, however, now looking back at it, he did play a more integral part in Last Jedi um, with his kind with the, with the whole, um, basically trying to, you know, take over the ship and the whole mutiny thing. But again, you could have put anyone else in that spot. Right. Um, and, and there were several that you could see right away that could have fit in that spot yeah. that had a stronger claim to do it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I actually think that The Last Jedi is where they ruined the character. Mm. Um, with that exact thing. He's too good to listen to Leia Organa. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of... I think they tried to get the hotshot pilot too... I think they tried to go for too much for the hotshot pilot motif 
with that. Right. You know, forgetting that, yeah, he's a hotshot pilot, but he's still a soldier. Right. You know, and he comes back from the, uh, the, the sweeping the uh, X or the fighter mm-hmm. and has the bomb, calls the bombers in himself and everything else. Mm-hmm. All he cares about is, ooh, we killed that ship. Yeah. Not, we lost every single bomber to do it. Yeah. And someone of that, you know, I can't personally speak for this not being, you know, have not been military, but I do have military family and I know your former military. So you know that no matter, you know, how cocky a a soldier or a or in this case a pilot might be they still have that sense of duty and sense of responsibility especially if you're a commander of a squadron right you know you those know. men under those other those men are under your control and are your responsibility and... right and and well the perfect movie for that is of course top gun mm-hmm. he's that cocky person who learns yeah, that, that cockiness isn't always nice, you know, isn't always a good thing. Yeah, you know, I'd have fired him on the spot. Oh yeah, I mean, none of the oh, you're devoted in rank. No, no, you go get the brig or you get off my ship. Yeah, yeah, that that mean not to, you know, put too fine a point on it, but you know, that's of course that wasn't Leia that did that. What? Yes, it was Leia that demoted him, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That just shows that Leia had a lot more of leniency. And you, you can argue that he, she saw something in Poe. Right. That... I, you know, I don't want to take away from that. But like we were talking, it just, to me, it was a weak plot device. Um, um, they wanted to get from point A to point B and drum up some sort of conflict between Poe and uh, Holdo. And that's what they used to do it. Right. Was, was through this sort of, you know, he doesn't trust her. He doesn't know, um, you know, anything. But, you know, everybody else is, ooh, she is, she's a great choice. Uh, you know, she did this and that battle and, you yeah. know, gives a great introduction. And then he immediately just... I don't want to. I don't want to listen to you. Yeah. I don't agree with what you're doing. Or it was the it was the old thing of why won't you tell me your plan? And yep. you know, I know I've got people have gone back and forth about this, but being a mil again, you being military, were you privy to every single thing and every single mission and every single piece of whatever that your commanding officer had, or were you just told this is where you're going to go? This is what you're going to well, do. And yeah, I was on board a ship. So it's yeah. pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> where the ship's going. Oh, I don't like that captain. No, that would not have gone <laughs> well. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, set uh, a strike package, Sierra three, six. No, I think Sierra three, four would be better, sir. Uh, no, it was pretty much. I shot at what they told me to shoot at. And, yeah. Um, didn't really question it when that came down. Mm-hmm. So I say we, we, we do a vote. I vote Poe was unnecessary. I vote he was... I'm going to vote he was unnecessary too. Looking back at it, I don't think that 
Not that I don't. There were instances that I didn't enjoy the character. Um, but I don't think this is a sense of whether or not we enjoyed the character or not didn't enjoy the character or if the character, you know, had some good parts in it. It was just, can you take the character out and does the character mean, you know, does it take anything away from the movie? Right. And I think that would have been easily corrected with any minor yeah. plots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cover his role. Um. All right. So. Who um, would you look? Well, I was thinking about that. And I'm going to go and cause a little bit of controversy here. And That's I'm, what we're all about. I know. I'm going to say for my nomination, and this is gonna this is gonna tick off a lot of fanboys, Boba Fett. You could have replaced him with absolutely. You could have replaced him with any other um, bounty hunter, bounty hunter, and it would have been perfect. Imperial lackey of any kind. Um, yeah, yeah. Any 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 bounty hunter. You could have Bosk in there. You could have. Had, even just one, a, a completely different one that no one had heard uh, yeah. of. Yeah, IG-88. Um, there were any one of those and anybody else. Yeah. It was on the payroll. Yeah. Yep. yep. Ooh, could have waited till they got all the way to Bespin. And there you go. And somebody there picked up the phone and dialed home. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord Vader, guess who's here? Ooh, you want to come get him? Um, um, it, oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'll just... He was more relevant in Empire. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they totally ruined what relevance he had from Empire in the beginning of Jedi. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, but even in Empire, you know, it's still one of those things that you could have completely replaced all those scenes you had with Boba Fett. You could have easily replaced that with a uh, someone completely different and nothing really would have changed. Yeah, nobody would um, have noticed. Um, now, I, one thing I will say that we kind of haven't done hit on yet are characters, we've hit on characters that you can replace them with other characters or lessen their roles somewhat and nothing would change, but we still haven't hit on a character, I don't think, where you can completely take that character out, take everything that character was in, every scene that character was in, out of the movies and it won't affect the movies at all now is there any character that you can think of that's like that that you can completely remove them from the movies and now we're not talking like minor characters we're not talking about like you know you see a a, um, a character you know manning a a, a um or the bartender, <laughs> yeah, a, you know, about or you know, flying in a Tie Fighter, or you know, just some random pilot somewhere. Um, you know, are there any characters that you know are you know have somewhat significant screen time, or at least have some lines that you can completely take them out and it wouldn't affect the movie? It, this is what you just said. I'm going to upset a lot of fanboys out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greedo. Mm. That scene between him and Han was completely unnecessary. He knew he was wanted. Mm -hmm. Han knew he owed the money. 
Yeah. And this was his method to save my butt. This could really save my tail. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you on there because I think the Greedo scene, as it was initially shot with Han shooting, I think this is the important distinction. The way it was originally shot with Han shooting first was important to set up for the audience to let them know the type of person Han was. Like, we knew he was a scoundrel. We could kind of sense, yeah, he's a, he's kind of a, a shady character. But I think we, the audience, we as the audience, especially that first time watching it, need to know just how shady he was. And just, he was willing to shoot first, ask questions later. And I think that scene right there was important to kind of solidify that Han was the shoot first to ask questions later. Right. Type of a person. So, and, and good, good point, because when they redid it, reshot it the other way yeah yeah you reshoot it the other way yes and it's completely pointless because it takes away from everything that han was and it and it looks hokey yeah oh so hokey so hokey it looks bad um and maybe in the first one it would have been even stronger in the first version mm-hmm. if they had gone on to uh the scene outside the falcon in the launching to bay where you know he's being waited for mm-hmm you know, um, by Mr. Worm yeah. yes. <laughs> and, and his lack, you know, don't send these pumps after me. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go out and say, now this is going to be not going to be as controversial. Um, but I still think it's a character that you could have completely taken it out. Um, and it's from episode one and it's Sebulba. Oh, the the Doug um, yeah pod racer, oh. I think you could still have the pod racing scene, um, but because there was nothing really else done with that whole, you know, you know, it was just you know the idea of oh here's this this hot shot racer who's won all the races he thinks he saw that and but yeah I think that that's a character you could yeah. have completely done yeah that would have been with. Wouldn't even have noticed he was gone. No. Um, no. Yeah, I completely agree there. And you could have still there. done the pod racing scene. Almost exactly as how it was done. And even had Sebulba in it, but just not known that he was Sebulba. You know, the minute you name drop him and you have the other scenes where he's around the racetrack getting ready and, you know, getting preened and prawned by the by all the all the ladies around and yeah, you could have completely cut all of that out and still done the same exact scene, I think. That's just my own personal opinion. But. No, no, I agree with that. Um, and, and he wasn't even used as a time filler. No. Um, no. He, he had nothing to do with the main plot, plot line. Mm-hmm. So, now, yeah, I, I, I would vote with you on that one. As a, yeah. Now, you'll, you'll notice that, uh, dear listeners, we, have, we haven't named any of our most hated characters on this list as far as characters that are not necessary or you can take them out because as Misa wants to know what you're talking about exactly because (laughs) as much as we all might hate Jar Jar he unfortunately is a critical part of the story was he stupid yes yes was it a horrible character Yes. yes Does he make the uh, emperor? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's kind of a big 
point there. Yeah, yeah. Um, um I mean, even some of the other characters. I mean, who were some of the other characters that we named? Um. Well, I mean. You oh, can... uh, the the New Order general. Oh. Um... I dislike his character, but when you find out he was the one feeding. The, the resistance. Oh, the yes, the first or yes, uh, Hux, General Hux. Hux, Hux. Yeah. You know, I was kind of like, what is up with this guy? Just to give somebody for Kaido to say, I don't like you. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, I think they missed a great... They did. They tied that great when they said, <laughs> yeah, who's been giving the info to the resistance? Yeah. And why? He expected to come out on top. Mm-hmm. You know, resistance kills Kylo, he gets to be the boss. Yeah. I, um, but he was not a liked character. No, but I think I think it's kind of interesting because I think they missed a great opportunity with him because when you watch him in um, the first movie of of the sequels, mm-hmm. when he gives that speech before they fire the um, the star fire star killer base off you had the potential of getting this very like a really good villain like that was just so like i wouldn't say rousing but it was just like it gave me a very i think everyone else did very space hitler type vibe to it and i'm like okay this is a character that could have some teeth to it this is a character that it's could be you know as unhinged and as a little wackadoodle but still could be very very interesting and then they really didn't do anything with him in... They essentially made him a joke in the next movie, in Last Jedi. Right. He, he went, went for, from being the new Moff Tarkin... Yeah, ba- essentially to... To, uh, you know, Mr. I'm choke, getting choked out by Vader. And Mr., you know, uh, can I talk to your mom? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is the school calling. Yeah, that's... That was... Your, your child was unhappy or bad today. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I mean, a wasted character. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have completely erased him and used any Imperial for any of those other scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, t- the twist at the end after finding out he was supplying the info is if he had been some Alderanian loyalist. Ooh, that would have been like he'd been there all, all the time. But then that undercuts that whole speech. And the whole thing of him firing the, giving the order to fire the, uh, the super laser, Starkiller, Starkiller yeah. base to destroy, that kind of undercuts that because if he was a Alderanian refugee and had been trying to undermine this whole time, why did he not try and, you know, sabotage the base? Sabotage the base? Yeah. Or he was just, you know, so deep undercover, he was told. Do what they tell you to do, but let us know. Yeah, as much as you can. Yeah. Um, uh, the plans, can... Star Killer Base, could have been. Yeah, I had to fire it, but I sent them the plans, so they could make their attack run. On so, uh, a a character that I would say you could completely do away with, and I mean completely do away with, is Phasma. Yeah. I, I wouldn't completely notice useless, worthless character. And that's no 
nothing that, against the actress who played her who played her that but... was to get her, her name attached mm-hmm. oh yeah game of thrones was big and hot mm-hmm. uh, it was just to have a spot for her yep oh yeah totally agree because they they do that a lot unfortunately in the in the fight in the final three movies mm-hmm. uh, you know it's you know, daniel craig plays a stormtrooper yeah okay you didn't really point him out when he was there no uh, it was just well i don't i even think with 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 daniel with craig i don't believe he even at least not in the original showing he wasn't even credited it right. was just something that hey i like star wars i want to be on yeah star i want wars. to do this and so they write in a character but you're right um yeah fast could have been never written oh yeah and there would be nothing missed from the storyline no not not a thing i mean yeah, yeah, nothing. I mean, it was it. I call it the um, the Boba Fett syndrome. A character with right. cool. They carry a character with cool armor, and do nothing with them. Right. Yeah, could have done so much more. Oh yeah. Uh, were there, you know, and and a couple of good scenes just with Kylo. Oh yeah. Where he's issuing specific orders after he takes over. You know, mm-hmm. go do this, go do that. Yeah. Um, would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But yeah, ooh, good call. That one, that one may be the top one. Mm. Oh, as yeah, As far definitely. as characters support needed. I think, I think one thing with the exception of, obviously, as we noticed, we've already noted in, with Boba Fett, the original trilogy did a really good job of making making the characters even those that are just minor characters or you know might be in just one movie or just a few scenes really important to the entire to the story of you know except like, for boba fett except for boba fett like um you know you can't take uh um admiral piet out you know, you don't have you know you don't have anyone controlling the um, Death Star two. Then, you know, you have all these little, all these characters that may not have a lot of screen time, but they're still important plot devices. Important they tie plot, together. Yeah, to the to the plot pull the plot device. You know. Um, anyway, uh, what about any more characters that you can think of? Well, you know, not because of who she is or her acting ability, but Rose could have gone away. I agree. I agree. Um, and that was probably their fault because mm-hmm. she was supposed to do so much more in uh, Skywalker. Yeah. And yeah. They, they cut her screen time down uh, due to the fanboys. I, I really think it was due to the fanboys and, and the way everybody reacted to her character. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the reason was, oh, we needed more screen time to, to put this stuff in of uh, Carrie Fisher as Leia. Yeah. And no, no, you could have fit all of it in with the easy replacement of her as, you know, I, and I love Billy Lords. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Carrie Fisher's daughter and everything else, I understand they were tugging at the heartstrings by having her so active in this next last movie. Yeah. But Rose could have been that aide so easily. Oh, yeah. In both, you know, in all, all the films. Mm-hmm. Um, her little mechanic character, okay, little comic relief when she's first introduced. Yeah. Which 
having just lost her sister, I didn't feel the comic relief was a good choice for her. Mm, I agree. I agree. And like we, I think we touched on this when we did our most hated characters, which we talked about Rose and right. And I, we could, when we voted that she was hated for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And yeah, I, I agree. You know, you could have done, you know, leaned into the mechanic part of her character and have her, you know, be the one the ship has broken down and how are we ever going to get out of this? And she, you know, she played, she, she pulls, pulls a Scotty. I, I, <laughs> It's thinking the same thing, not to cross the streams, but she pulls the sky. Yeah. Or when they take her on to the Star Destroyer to, to disrupt all that work, and they already knew they were coming. Yeah. I mean, what a letdown on the build up to that. Yeah. Um, they knew they were aboard. They were just waiting. Oh, okay. Now get them. Now you're captured. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was filler time that I didn't feel was needed. And unfortunately, they chose her character a lot for that filler time. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, I totally agree, completely agree. With it was that. an unnecessary character to the movies, uh, even just deleting the character with no replacement, you'd never even notice. Mm, I agree. Um, oh, she left, the, she left a ring with those kids. Uh, now, I'm going to go on a limb here. And say we could have gotten rid of the space horses. Not the space horses. Yes. No. The space horses. Ah, oh, come on. No, I'm. Uh, I, I I think a really cool commando raid getting dropped onto the surface. That would have been. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. You know, I would have. Uh, what I would have liked to seen is something akin to kind of what you saw in again crossing streams in first contact where you see uh, Picard and everyone else going through the hall of the enterprise in their uh, extra vehicular suits. I would have liked to yeah. see something like that in star Wars. Like, okay, what do the star, what do when they're wanting to go out into space and they're, you know, to board a ship, but they don't have a shuttle, you know, they just have their space suits. What do those look like? How do they, right. that would have been cool. And now, just now discussing that, I came up with a very weak plot device, which, of course, was the beacon mm. for, the, for the ships to follow. Because they never tell you, once all the beacons were destroyed, how are the rebel ships going to get out of there? Ooh, that's true. I think we're just supposed to assume the force. <laughs> assume the force led them out. Assume um, the force. But I, what... yeah. But going back, I think it would have been yeah. awesome because uh, I would have, I would love to have seen a reversal of roles in that whole battle, and had alliance troops boarding star destroyers, mm. and, and you know coming in through the airlock and blowing away stormtroopers and yeah. Well, uh, apparently, and then was... they could have shown troops from everybody too. Yeah, apparently there was a deleted scene with Finn where. Instead of you know getting to the to the the the, uh, the lock or whatever it was they were trying to disable uh, manually, he uses the force. And yeah, I'm glad they didn't go that route. They they kind of you know because they already hinted that that's what well not hinted but out said that that's what Finn was trying to tell Ray was that he had a connection 
Hugh felt a connection to the Force. Yeah, we all know what connection they had, they had alluded to. Yeah. Um, but I I saw through that knew that was going to be a Kylo Ren Ray thing. Yeah. Um, that was going to be Cray, no doubt. Oh, yeah. So, well, I want to kind of switch um, gears a little bit. And instead of just talking about characters that can be deleted, maybe talk about some scenes, uh, scenes that could be deleted yeah, and... deleted or were not fulfilled to their potential so for me the first one i'm going to put out there and i think i might have mentioned this before on here is the yoda dooku duel in episode two to me that whole duel was completely not needed um added nothing to to the story it and i think what really hurts is the fact that a not only was it completely used need, not needed but it was never the fact that they said that dooku had been yoda's last apprentice his last his last padawan it's never brought up again nothing is ever yeah. done with it it's just there just so you can as i said before it's there just so I, the guys at ilm can go look what we can do we can make the green muppet do flips aren't we right cool? which they which we do anyway with the the senate battle yeah and i think it takes away from the senate battle because if you would have waited that long to see those two you know basically the most powerful force users in the galaxy at the time battling it out you know, it's because there was no, you know, if, if you, you know, put out, you know, just how powerful Yoda was and they've already said he's one of the best duelists there is, you know, you're thinking to yourself, there's no way Dooku can even stand a chance against him. As good as Dooku might be, there's no way. Right. Um, and you could have still had the, the showdown. You could have still had Yoda showing up. And this is just me kind of brainstorming how I would have shot that scene. You have him show, you have Yoda show up and Dooku show up. They do their little force bat test. You know, he shoots the lightning. He's, Yoda reflects, deflects it. Then what I would have done is Yoda, Dooku goes for his lightsaber. So Yoda starts to go for his two, thinking they're going to duel. Then Dooku turns around and uses the force to try and throw the the column onto Anakin Obi-Wan. Yoda stops it by using the force, then Dooku escapes. Yep, that's going to work. Higher duel out. Don't need it. You still have going from point A to point B. You still, you still show that, oh, he used to be his apprentice. You get that mold. You get that slight second. You're like, oh, are we gonna see Yoda fight? Are we gonna see Yoda fight? And then they swore and you. Then, yeah. We save it for the big finish. We save it for the big finish. Yep. Because actually, Dooku's lightsaber battle with him was cooler than the Senate chamber battle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But what about you? Or is there any scenes that you can think of that? Maybe were unnecessary 
obscure. Yeah, kind of unnecessary. Well, it's, it's actually, this might cause a little. I think they could have gotten rid of the General Hux meeting with everybody. Hmm. Um, it worked. I agree. But I think we didn't need the whole Nazi symbolism. Yeah. We already had that when we called them stormtroopers. Yeah, we yeah, we kind of we kind of get where, you know, where they're headed in this, you know, and yeah. what their uh whole idea was of what they're wanting to convey. Well, and then having having it so tightly, you know, here's point A to B. Yeah. You have you know choice but to know that's where they're going. Mm-hmm. Then to have the fans come back, the you know, our fanboy problem children come back and go after Finn's character for being black, Rose's character for being Asian. Yeah. It to me it, it set them the, the go ahead. You know, get mad at the races we're using for our characters. <laughs> exactly. Kind of tell. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, exactly. We're gonna do this at the beginning and then you can go ahead and hate all the characters for <laughs> for whatever. Uh, yeah. And I think that maybe we would have had a little better luck uh, deleting that scene or doing it a different way. Like mm-hmm. instead of to the masses with all the banners, he, he's just broadcasting it. Yeah. And, and you show from different places around the new order mm-hmm. watching broadcast. Yeah. Uh, I think that would have been better. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been such a slap in the face for everybody that we're now making them Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might not have, and it might have kept some, you know, not all of them, but I think it might have kept some quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So my scene. I mean, it's great cinematic, but. Oh, yeah. Um, my scene, and I'm going to, let me look at what that time is. Um, but my care, my scene that I think could be shut out is um again it's another lightsaber duel and this is going to be one that might be a little bit controversial it is the first duel between maul and qui-gon on tatooine if you remember there's a short time where they're running yeah jason and 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 he jumps off and you see the little short little duel i think it was it was good. Like the duel itself was fine. There's nothing I didn't like about the duel. Um, but I just think it's one of those things that you take that scene out and it really doesn't take anything away from the plot yeah, of the it movie. Was, it was only there for one reason. Yeah. But, and again, and, that think... was for, and that's when Qui-Gon gets back on board the ship and said he was well-trained in the, versed in the Jedi, Jedi way. Art. Yeah. The Jedi arts. Yeah. The Jedi arts. Yeah. Um, and but again i think it takes like when you get that scene at the end of the movie where you finally see maul with the double blade of lightsaber i think oh. you take that scene out and i think it just amps up the oh crap aspect of that scene for me at least for me right. at least now, like i said it's not that it wasn't a bad scene not that it wasn't something that was entertaining and Oh, you know, it's, you know, everything like that. But um, I think there was different ways they could have done that and still, you know, I don't know. This is just me thinking, but. Well, and not call it the Jedi arts later on. Yeah. 
Yeah. The Sith arts, you know. Well, nobody's seen them in how long. But at the time, well, they, I think they said of the Sith, you know. Yeah, they said Sith later on. In um, reference to Paul. Yeah. Because um, they even said, could it be a Sith? I think, or something to that effect. And yeah. That's um, when they got the thing, well, the Sith have been around for a thousand years. Well, I think that goes back to an episode we did about the, the hubris of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um. You know, refusing to look at the, uh, the 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 option staring you in the face, mm-hmm. and not stopping and going, well, who would have taught him Jedi arts if they yeah. didn't, he didn't come here to the academy? Exactly. And to me, that was a pl- plot hole, uh, oh, yeah. and it was probably just a, a something in writing that, that got overlooked, or we well, they decided they decided at the last minute, let's not introduce the Sith name for a couple more minutes yeah uh, but yeah you're right absolutely that that battle was unnecessary yeah and again uh, like i said not that it wasn't a not that it wasn't fun to watch and cool to see you know watching him flip off that speeder like that was pretty was pretty cool right but again but, not necessary yeah and they could have thrown something really cool and it was qui-gon turning around and you know just stopping the speeder yeah and that's why he had to flip off of it um you know just using the force to just stop it right there and the momentum just carries him off and over it yeah and he does that whole roll and everything else um you, know, you could show him fighting like a jedi but not necessarily into a full duel yeah but that and that would show jedi skills right there oh yeah uh, you know that dude was hauling and i stopped it and he just left off and landed on his feet like it was nothing mm-hmm. He tracked us across the desert like it was nothing. Yeah. So he's showing Jedi-like powers. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a you know and I you know love you George, but when you think about it, really giving the two opposing powers the same weapon, uh, lightsabers for all. Yeah. Uh, well, really, I think we should have done something a little different for the Sith. Um, that also mandated why the Jedi used a saber-type device. Mm-hmm. Well, I always uh, like the idea. Um, I've seen the, the meme or the picture of the uh, the lightsaber axe, battle axe, because, you know, there had to be a, a Viking Jedi somewhere. I think that would have been an interesting weapon for the Sith to use, a... Uh, a battle, a Sith battle axe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's uh, and it's interesting when you in in canon that the Emperor actually hated lightsabers. Right. He considered them the weapon of a Jedi. And, and, and below, le, below them. Because, in fact, he yeah, only just... used um, he only used a lightsaber as a way to mock the Jedi. Right, because he was so much better than most of them yeah. with it. And had mastered all seven forms of, of combat. Right, so. which we saw in the president's, or the ch- ch- chancellor's room. Yes, yes. Office, when he just wiped out Everyone. a whole stack of masters. <laughs> well, you know, in, 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 in fairness, you know, there's no way to really, you know, defend yourself when a complete madman is doing a, a complete 720 spin right at you while screeching. You know, yeah. how do you defend against that? 
<laughs> Time to withdraw. And this that's a uh, uh, an area where the book really step, goes in, step out. Goes into a lot more detail about the fact that he was moving so fast that the normal human eye couldn't see. So right. everything we see on in the movie screen was quote unquote slowed down so that we would actually be able to see it. But in quote unquote real life, he was basically just a blur and was moving was, too fast. He was for, the flash. Basically, yeah. Which I can see that. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, boom, and they're all lying dead except for Windu. Windu with the cool, cool purple lightsaber. That's right. Because, you know, he's Windu. Yeah, he's Windu. Look, I have a purple lightsaber. And none of you do. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, I, I, that's a great story. I'm sure everybody's heard it, so I'm not going to reiterate it. But um, I was always concerned as why we have such limited colors anyway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody was shocked when uh, Luke showed up with a green, green one. Oh, yes. That was the, seeing the green lightsaber, that was... Ooh. Yeah, because nobody had seen a green lightsaber as far as the viewership. Yeah. Um, it had all been blue ones, and then, of course, Vader's red Red, one. yeah. And, of course, we get into, you know, the, sequ the prequels, and you get the purple lightsaber. But then you learn about... As time goes on and the the, the the cartoons and everything like that, you got yellow lightsabers, of course the black right. saber, um, so and the white a white saber, too. So yeah, you've had a few. But, yeah, they finally well they finally got around to it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still looking. I'm still looking for the teal, the chartreuse. Yes. From that long, you know, from from that other part of the Jedi Order. From. Being we Scottish, have, no, we have being, no problem not having children. Yeah. Being Scottish, of course, I want to plod one. <laughs> I applaud one. He's I... <laughs> And I got it right away. <laughs> they won the plaid. Um, bad. 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 Yes. <laughs> May the Schwartz be with you. Love that movie. Oh. Great. That's all, that is a fun movie. Someday, that perfect satire. Sometime we'll have to do a show just about that. Oh, just side-by-side -side comparison. Oh. Um, anyway, I think we've had a really good conversation here. And um, any kind of final thoughts before we wrap up? Don't ever get me wrong when, I, when we do these kind of episodes. I love Star Wars start to finish. Yes. Um, this is our what if episodes like Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what if we didn't have this character? Would anybody notice? Right. Uh, so, you know, never think we don't love Star Wars. That is a big part of our lives. I mean, I'm sitting here with Star Wars memorabilia all around me in my studio. So, <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. Um, as we wrap up, like we usually do, Joe, where can the people find you? You can find me on Facebook at Joe Cahill, director, producer, or at Steamhouse Entertainment on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, over on Twitter. You can also reach me here at uh, War of the Stars, and you can reach me on my one of my other shows over at Realm of the Mist. 
So, All talk right. us, talk to us. Please throw us out some uh, subject ideas as well. That's, yes, we would love to hear from from you. And here are the ways you can do that. First of all, you can email us. That's probably the easiest way to do to get in contact with us. Just email us at waroftheStars1 at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are at, at War of the Stars on the Twitter machine. And of course, the Facebook group, as he mentioned, as you already mentioned, is War of the Stars. And there's also a Facebook page. Uh, but you're more likely to get a hold of us through um, our Facebook group there. And uh, let's see where else. Oh, if you want to support the show, um, every single penny, every single dollar you can send us it was greatly appreciated um we don't get paid for this we this is completely a labor of love but that's not to say that we wouldn't like to get some uh compensation for this um yeah there, there are expenses yes there for this are labor of love. yes there are and um but if you do want to do that it would be greatly appreciated two ways you can do that Easiest way to do that is, of course, through Patreon. Uh, just go to patreon.com backslash War of the Stars or right on the anchor.fm tab. You go to anchor.fm backslash War of the Stars again. Um, or just search War of the Stars when you get to the Anchor homepage and click on the support tab. Of course, you can hear us through on all your major podcasting networks including Spotify, Google Cast, and pretty much everywhere that fine podcasts are heard. With that being said, I hope you will join us again next week as we have a very special episode. And until then, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. May the Force be with you.